Welcome, everybody. We're here for Bird Bros, episode five of Behind Enemy Lines. I got my man Trent here. We're going to go through the Washington Redskins game. We're going to recap a little bit and give Trent a little time to talk about what he saw last week. So welcome, Bird Bros, Falcons fans, haters, and everybody in between. So Trent, <laughs> Trent what's going on, man? What up, man? What up? So I, I know you weren't able to make the, the broadcast on Tuesday, so I want to give you a couple minutes to just talk about what you saw last week against uh, for the Falcons against Houston. Um, give us your feedback on what you thought about the game. Oh, yeah, man. It definitely hurt me not to be here on uh, on Tuesday. It was an eventful week, and that's that's weird. Uh, like the Falcons, normally we don't get eventful, uh, eventful weeks, or we don't really get our name out there in the national media. But um, on Sunday – it was impressive. It was, I was very impressed. I'm, and it's, this is weird because for the uh, most part of the year, my satisfaction level has, has been teetering, basically. I'm, I haven't been too high and I haven't been too low, but they hadn't reached my – like I, I hadn't been comfortable either. So watching that Texans um, blowout, I, 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 felt, I felt very good about, this, uh, about the team. I finally felt comfortable. So, and it was, good, it was great to see. Cool, cool. I think everybody was, I mean, the barbershop been on fire all week. <laughs> Even my grandfather was happy. So if he was happy, I know it was a good week. So, um, you know, it, we've said plenty about the Houston game, but, you know, it's a lot of stuff been going on this week with our guy, Sherrod Lamore White, number 84. Um, we talked a little bit about it um, earlier in the week. So talk to us a little bit about the whole Roddy situation. Even today, it seemed to be some more development. So you probably came on at a good time. I think you got as much insight as anybody could over the last couple of days. Oh, definitely. And um, actually last Tuesday, we talked about, um, we talked about this because it just felt like this Roddy situation was, it was, I feel like it was going to be something even before it actually became something this week. It always felt, I always felt like it had potential to be something just because Roddy White has always had that. Like I've always categorized him as the diva, the quote unquote diva wide receiver. He's just a very outspoken wide out, and for most parts, it was he was outspoken because I just felt like he had he was an ultimate competitor. So in this situation, it's kind of weird. It's like okay, um, you're outspoken and you're but you're create cre you're actually creating drama in the locker room, and it's not because you want to win. We're four and zero. Oh you're you're becoming outspoken because you're like you're a diva you aren't you're not getting your way you're not getting your your catches and i understand it i mean you're a wide out you want to catch the ball but at the same time if you're for the team then be for the team definitely it it, it was um i mean it's it still seems like it's something that's going to be a thing you know um i thought it was interesting that he said he came out of today's meeting with dq with his head up and um, you know, I, I'll, I'll cut him some slack. It clearly was some stuff going on with his mom, which anybody can understand. So I'm sure that didn't help the situation, um, you know. And, um, you know, Shanahan Jr. said today that, you know, had they played a full game, he would have had more targets coming their way. So man, that's a developing situation. But, you know, for right now, after everything that's gone through, I'm going to cut him some slack. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, clearly the best wide receiver we've ever had. So, you know, uh, hopefully everything's good with his mom. And then, um, you know, the focus gets back to to playing uh, the game and, you know, trying to get this, this street, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. All right, man. So it's time to go behind enemy lines. Trent is the – he is the impetus for this whole thing because he is based out of <laughs> Charlotte. So he's got to deal with 
everything coming out of Charlotte oh, with, consistently. With, with Cam Newton and everybody else. So we're going to talk a little bit of behind enemy lines. I'm <laughs> every day. <laughs> the Charlotte News Absorber is, is all he's got. But um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Redskins. We had a couple uh, bros from the college that were going to come on, but we had some time conflicts. So credit to them. Um, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of one of the teams that's uh, coming up on the Falcon schedule, um, reach out to us through the show. We'd love to have you guys on. Um, that being said, Trent, um, you know, we got the Washington game coming up and even. It's funny, what we probably thought about this game, you know, Monday, Tuesday has changed a little bit. There's a lot of stuff going on uh, with Washington from an injury standpoint. So give us your um, your outlook on the game. Oh, yeah. Well, before I jump into that, I don't think um, I don't think it was a coincidence that your your Redskins, like the Redskins bros didn't show up. I mean, we're four and no. And I think as we continue to win, a lot of <laughs> coincidence are going to come up from uh, <laughs> from different uh, fan bases. But just to uh, <laughs> talk about the the Redskins, I don't I don't think it will um, like it's a battle of top units. So the Redskins defense, I think I want to say is is number four in the league, and of course our offense is a top unit also. I want to say we're number six. So it's going to be a battle of those units. The saying, of course, the saying is defense wins championships, and your offense sells tickets. But I I have a feeling that our offense will continue to dominate the. Um, Redskins secondary is just atrocious. You are, um, you were just speaking on injuries, and I hope Chris Culliver is um, is injured because he just looked terrible. I mean, Riley Riley Cooper, out of all wide receivers, Riley Cooper killed him uh, last week. So I hope. Can I say KK Cooper on this? Can we say that on this broadcast? <laughs> you can, you can say, you can say whatever you like. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say it. KKK Cooper. But yeah, we can. Yeah, that's that's his name now. KKK Cooper. He killed him. Yeah, no, yeah, he killed him. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, that's an injury. Uh, I'm hoping he can use that excuse. But if Cooper is killing him, then I can't wait to see what Julio and um, goodness Hankerson and I think we have Jacob Tammy back. I like Jacob Tammy a lot. He might be your your role player type tight end, but I definitely like Tammy a lot in our um, in our offense. And we were just speaking on Roddy White. I feel like Shanahan and Ryan. Um, will make it a habit to get uh, Roddy White involved this uh, this game. So I have a feeling that our um, wide receivers should have a field day. Yeah, I got to agree. And for those who haven't had a chance to check out any of the uh, injury reports, it looks like Culliver, if he plays, he's going to be, you know, a sitting duck out there. You know, D'Angelo Hall is out. So they're, they're you know, they're down to, to the bare minimum. Um, their third and fourth guys are going to be pretty inexperienced. You're talking about a Bashar Breeland, um, Quentin Dunbar, guys like that. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you look at the matchups, um, and that's not even being cocky about it. I mean, you just have to face reality. If we were in the same position, it'd be the same thing. Um, so it kind of, you know, in my personal view, I think, you know, it kind of lends back to what we saw last week. It's, you know, the offense coming out, putting pressure on the opposing team, which will allow the defense um to 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 really shine so hopefully that's what we see on sunday yeah i definitely um i definitely feel like our offense should dominate their defense which is well statistically they're one of the better defenses in the league but i just don't see how their um defense can hold up can stop our offense with all the injuries and um injuries we're just talking about but i do feel like their um offense can also exploit our defense they have one of the well i think it is the top rushing attack in the league and our defense, our run defense is 
atrocious. I think we're, like we're allowing almost five yards a carry. And with that trio of uh, Morris, Matt Jones, and um, Devontae Freeman's Florida State brother, uh, Chris Thompson, like they're very they're a very efficient efficient uh, backfield. So I don't like I I feel like we should run away with this, but at the same time, they can manage the game and they can slow that um that time of possession down a lot with their running game. Yeah, I don't disagree, and I think they I gotta imagine they're gonna come out and want to run the ball. Um, you talk about injuries on that side of the offense. I mean, on that side of the ball for for Washington. Um, Deshaun Jackson's practicing, but he's clearly not full speed. He's not running routes um, against humans at this point. Um, Jordan Reed's in a concussion protocol, um, so he didn't practice today, today being Thursday. Um, so, you know, those are probably their two top two um, weapons from a passing standpoint. Um, and then so you whittle that down, and now you're talking about Pierre Garçon, who, who can definitely uh, do his thing, and then you're, you're getting out to the Jamison Crowders. So, yeah. um, you know, I think they're going to want to come out, like you said, run the ball, shorten, um, shorten the game on this, um, and then, yeah. you know, not put Cousins in a situation where he was last week. I think they were 9 for 17, um, converting third downs, which is great. But, uh, you know, um, with where they're at now with some of those uh, pieces missing, I don't think they want to get into that game. Yeah, this isn't a game where you can allow Kirk Cousins. Like, Kirk Cousins can't win this game for them. It has to be their running back, and you have to allow Kirk Cousins to manage the game and a couple throws of Pierre Garçon here and there and Jameson Crowder. But it has to be um, – their running game has to lead their offense. Definitely, definitely. All right, so we talked a little bit about the matchup. Um, tell us um, – give us a key. I mean, we talk big picture about everything, but if you had to pick out – you know, one key kind of one-on-one matchup going into this game that um, the Falcons need to win, what would it be? Um, I guess I'm going to stick to a, to a unit rather than a player, but I will say there um, it's another challenging um, another challenging week for our offensive line. Our offensive line has, has answered every bell this season, but the um, risk is they have a, a nice front four with Trent Murphy and Ryan Kerrigan. And I want to say last week they uh, sacked Sam Bradford about five or six times. And before that, he was the um, least sacked quarterback in the league. So that just shows you how dominant and how how they get after the quarterback. So um, this is another challenging week for our offensive line. I'm not as satisfied with our offensive line as everyone else is. I, I hear the stats. I hear that we're the, um, we've allowed the least amount of pressures on, the, um, on our quarterback. And I understand all of that, but just with being a Falcons fan and you understand how, like we've all seen how atrocious our offensive line has been in the past couple of years. So a couple of games is not going to change that, um, just the history for me. So I feel like this is another step and another challenge for our offensive line and they have to answer the bell. Yeah, I, I agree. I heard that same stat today driving around um, on a couple of, of the different uh, local sports talks. And I was like, Really? The Falcons? <laughs> exactly. Word? Like Ryan Schrader? <laughs> Person? And that's not, you know, that's not a slight at them, but, I mean, we all, I mean, we sat around for the opening show, you know, um, like, man, what are we going to do? And exactly. then, you know, I remember meeting up with the Russ watching the Miami Dolphins game, and we were like, man, Russ, we in trouble. Yeah. So, so on one hand, we got to give those guys credit. They definitely done their job up to this point. Uh, but I think you're right. Part of the challenge this week is that I think Washington has a better combined front line 
um, than, say, a Houston. Yeah. You know, J.J. Watt is J.J. Watt, but those other guys, not that they're not talented, but um, I think um, the Washington group has – they're a little bit more versatile across the board, oh, yeah, uh, which definitely. presents a different challenge where you can't say, okay, we got 99 taken care of. We got Wolfork out of there because we're, we're, we've got a, a different type of attack. You know, those guys are a little bit more versatile, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Oh, definitely. All right, man. So uh, we're not going to hold everybody too long tonight. Go ahead and give me your uh, score prediction for this week. I think it should be another convincing win, man. Um, um, they said like I, well, yesterday, I mean, like, I said yesterday, last week, I was definitely impressed with this team. And I felt I was waiting for that blowout win. I thought it would come a week earlier against Dallas, but it finally came. And I'm pretty like when we're at home in the Georgia Dome. I'm just – I think that this crowd can back us and we can have another blowout win. I'm, my final score prediction is 45-14. Woo! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, according to Trent, take the over. I don't know what the over is, but it's definitely – I think it's a touchdown. I think it's, uh, it's a touchdown, so it definitely should be uh, take the yes. over, of course. Take the, take the points and take the over. Falcons roll big time. So, uh, we're on record. Um, so, hey, we want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Um, hopefully we got another good week coming up. We got a short week um, not to look past this game, but obviously Thursday night uh, we're going down to um, – I don't even want to say the name of the city. I'm going to let A.B. handle that next week. But uh, so, you know, hopefully we come out of there. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the barbershop conversation this week when you're going to get your haircuts on Friday, Saturday, heading into Sunday. Um, this is Trent. Anton for Bird Brush. We'll see y'all later.